What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Sellers Hamilton here. And it's your girl, Denya Hamilton. And you're listening to a new episode of Toy, Toy Life. Life. Yo, I'm super excited about this episode. And the reason I am is because I know I'm going to get under a lot of people's skin. I know that what we have to say today is just that real. And I want to start off by just saying this polarizing statement. A lot of you are struggling in your marriages to truthfully love and sacrifice for the other person. Yeah, I'm about to say it. Because you're in competition. Mm. You are in competition. You are secretly seeing the other person as your enemy, as your rival, and you don't even admit it. And because you haven't admitted it openly to yourself, first of all, it is stopping you from loving, caring, serving, sacrificing, and ultimately making the other person like Jesus. Wow. So the reason I felt like I wanted to talk about this topic is because I have an experience personally where I had to be real with myself and realize that I had moments and have moments where my fleshly tendency is not to see my spouse as my rib and as my right half, but it is to see her as my competition and my rival. And those moments have particularly warred with the ability to sacrifice and love her faithfully. And so the reason I want to talk about this is because I believe there are some listeners out there who are in bondage to this spirit of competition. You're looking at your spouse and there have been things that you know you should be doing for your spouse. There have been things that they've wanted you to do for them Um, just simply ways that they've wanted you to help them or ways that you know, even without them saying that you should be helping them. But simply you have insecurities that they may flourish past you, that they may outshine you, that they just may ultimately no longer need you. Sometimes we, we like to keep people below us just so we can have a level of feeling like they need us. And so there's so many things, but I want to start off with this story, and then I want to bring my beautiful wife in, who's with me, and right now she's sitting kind of quiet because she knows how passionate I am, and as we were prepping for this, she was like, babe, just go, just go, just go, and I'm going to be there to support, and you bring me in. And the reason why is because I don't struggle with this. So she doesn't, she, and I think <laughs> And culture, I thank God about that. And, and the reason why I think that's such a powerful point for us to emphasize is because in society, I believe men struggle with this generally more than women, not to say that that wives don't. But I think when society is telling you that the man is supposed to be the leader of the home, that can get misconstrued in our mind to meaning that the man must maintain dominance over his wife. Or to know it all. Or to know it all, or to have all be the answers, all. to be all. Mm-hmm. And that has been one of the things that has been holding men back for generations. Because we feel for some reason that if our wife is stronger than us, we're no longer a man. Mm. I said it. We feel that if our wife is stronger than us, that we're no longer a man. And so the very work that Jesus has called us to do, to love her, to wash her, to make her more like Christ, to empower her in her dreams, to make her um, shine and flourish, we're hindered to do. I remember one particular day to get into the story, I was feeling really down about my success and my career as a hip hop artist and I didn't have a lot of things happening for me. And my wife, who runs the social media and brand strategy portion of our so and tell company, was popping, popping, popping. 
When I talk about literally she had clients calling her phone, consultations ringing off the off the wire of people wanting to work. She had so many opportunities where it was like she was it. She was popping. And I remember looking at her and realizing that I felt jealousy in my heart and and having to really deal with the fact that I don't have any concerts calling to book me. I don't have anybody thinking that I'm worth it right now or blowing me up. And I'm seeing that my wife has everything that I want instead of realizing that we're on the same team and that anything that she's successful in is also my success. So I want to I want to invite my wife into this portion because I had to confess that to you. Mm. I, don't, I don't know if you remember that, yep, babe, but I, I had to I had to let you know what was in my heart. And it was important that I did mm. that because I didn't want to keep it. I didn't want to keep it to myself and allow it to be something that ended up hurting us. And so how did you feel when your husband let you know that he wasn't happy for you being successful mm -hmm. in your brand strategy business? Well, at first I was confused because, you know, we're one, right? And, you know, a lot of thoughts came into my head, a lot of questions I had. But at the same time, I was really grateful because it does take a lot of courage and a lot of wisdom and a lot of Holy Spirit to actually be aware of those things. And then on top of that, confess it to your spouse. And so I felt really encouraged. And then also I felt a burden to, um, as, as a spouse, as his wife, to see what ro role I could play. Because we do play a role as well, even though we, we I don't specifically struggle with that. What can I do to help him to not think those things? Yeah, I think a part of it is we have to do the difficult work of digging up a lot of our insecurities. Mm. You know, if if I have a fear of my wife being better than me, obviously that fear is rooted in right. something. And sometimes we don't do the counseling or sometimes we don't even have therapists or accountability partners that help us do that hard digging mm -hmm. so we don't even know that we have a fear of a certain thing and we just kind of continue living the way that we're the, the way that we're living yeah and i wanted to encourage him with some scriptures and the one that i referenced the most is philippians 2 verses 3 through 5 and this is so key because it really, really shows the importance of how we're supposed to live in our marriages because we're supposed to reflect our marriage in Christ. So you'll, you'll get that once I read it. But it says, do not be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. Don't look out only for your own interests, but take an interest in others too. Mm. You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. That's good. There's another one. There's another one somewhere that talks about how actually jealousy and envy is the root of all mm -hmm. other evils. Is is you have yeah. that one? It's James chapter three, verses thirteen through sixteen. It says, If you are wise and understand God's ways, prove it by living an honorable life, mm -hmm. doing good works with the humility that comes from wisdom. But if you are bitterly selfish and there is selfish ambition in your heart, don't cover up the truth with boasting and lying. For jealousy and selfishness are not God's kind of wisdom. Such things are earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. For wherever there is jealousy and selfish ambition, there you will find disorder and evil of every kind. Dang. 
every kind of evil. This is the Bible. This is literally the Bible. Every kind of evil comes simply when we allow our hearts to be consumed by jealousy and envy. Mm-hmm. Every Everything comes from that. And, and it's true because if I allow my heart to be consumed with jealousy against my wife, then naturally I can already tell you a bunch of other evils that come from that. When she asks me to do something for her or give a sacrifice, I'm now not even sacrificing, which when a man knows what to do and doesn't do it, that's sin. So now that's that sin. I'm probably lying now because she might be asking me, okay, like why? And then I have a, I don't want to say the true reason is because then you'll be better than me. So then I'll say, oh, uh, we just don't need, that's not important. And so then I'm lying. So I can clearly see how those moments of jealousy lead you down into so many other things and so many other kinds of evil. I I remember this one moment and, and this strikes me in my head when I think about this topic because I've been, I've been trying to as, as I navigate being a husband and everything that that means and asking myself the question daily, how can I help my wife not only be more like Christ, but to be better than me? And, and me as a person who is a speaker, me as a person who's a writer, I spend a lot of my time pushing my wife to do things um, better than I think I would or pushing her to do things and challenge herself in areas that sometimes she hasn't been challenged. And I think about this one moment where we were speaking somewhere and they specifically wanted to hear from both of us, but my wife killed it. Y'all know how good of a speaker she is. Like she kills it on this podcast with me and she got up there and it's funny because as we're standing up there, she's like, babe, I'm nervous. I don't know what to say. I don't. And I'm just like, babe, you got it. Mind you, in my head, I have a whole sermon. I'm ready to let it rip. My wife gets up there, grabs the mic, and the Holy Spirit just starts flowing through her. She's pouring out her heart. She's pouring out her story of being a transplant, and it's blessing everyone in the room. For transplant, for people who don't know what that is, it's somebody who doesn't live in the place that they live now. Like Isn't from, from somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So she's killing it. She's blessing everyone in the room, and I had prepared for days what I was going to say even ran it by with her so she knew I had something she passes the mic to me and it was in that moment where I clearly heard the Holy Spirit say you have nothing to say your wife did everything that needed to be done here now two things could have happened I could have immediately felt like but where's my shine gonna come from where's my promotion how are how is the crowd going to know that I'm also a great speaker Mm. but it was in that moment of me realizing that this was her moment to be used by God in a powerful way. And that I had to humble myself under God's hand and know that that was loving her the way that Christ loves us. He didn't care about his own, the way he looked. Like he even became poor so that we would become rich. So I I, I became small in that moment so that my wife could become big. And I wanna challenge everyone as we bring this to a close, as we put a bow on this, I wanna challenge everyone listening that I know we've thrown a lot at you, But I would say the first step to this, babe, I think is what we just talked about, confessing, confessing, confessing. And after that, our second step is affirming. But can you tell us a little bit why affirmations after the confession is important? Well, you obviously don't want your spouse to sit in that, right? Because after the confession, this is the role that I play, even though I may not struggle with that particular 
particular issue, I play the role in, okay, I need to affirm him so he doesn't stay in the place where he is. And so one of the affirmations that we actually both say to each other is, hey, I want to remind you that we are one, we are on the same team, and furthermore, that my success is your success. Your success is my success. The money that I bring in is your money. The money that you bring in is my money. There is no competition here. That's so good. That's so good. Your success is my success, and there's nothing that I won't do to stop you from being successful, even if it means you're greater than me. Mm. I think there's a lot of men out there, and you know, I just know examples from some of my friends and men in my life, and I want, I'm not going to call names or say anything like that, but I want to share this for the sake of community purpose because none of us struggle with anything that's foreign to the rest of us. And so there are some men specifically listening right now. You listen to Tour Life, you love your wife, you sacrifice for your wife. There are some men listening right now that I know you've not shown your family on Instagram, you've not shown your wife love on Instagram simply because you're, you have an insecurity of being cheated on. You have an insecurity that there will be somebody who sees your beautiful wife on your page and that they will reach out to like that's what i'm saying this runs so deep that we have to do the deep work in ourselves to find out what am i doing that's stopping my spouse from being all they were called to be there are some people who you have you have a a certain gift your spouse has shown you that they have a certain gift to do something and it's something that you wanted to do your whole life and you see clearly that they have a grace in that gift and you're stopping them from doing the very thing that God graced them to do and wants you to call out and develop in them simply because you're jealous. We want to call all that down. I really feel the Holy Spirit leading us to give a podcast because this is going to not only make your marriage better, but it's going to advance the kingdom. If we have more people who are operating in their gifts at the highest level, Number one, because God gave it to them, but number two, because they're supported by their spouse, then the kingdom moves forward. Mm. Any final thoughts, babe? I know that as you guys can see, I'm passionate. Any final thoughts about how you feel as a woman, knowing that men have a, a upward battle with making sure that their wives are better than them and can succeed? Like, as a woman, any advice that you have to women who may actually be in your shoes where they got the confession and maybe they're dealing with that bitterness toward their husband, like any any encouragement that you can give to women who may feel like, I know my husband's holding me back. I know my husband is stopping me from succeeding in certain areas because of his insecurities. Like, what would you say to those women listening right now? I mean, honestly, again, yes, it's very tempting to stay in the bitterness and the shock, but at the same time to understand that we all are human and just to be grateful for the confession and also to be gracious. That's honestly what I have, just for that grace, just for your the grace for your husband to affirm him and also to encourage him to dig deep to where that is coming from because it's all stemming from something. And so I'm, I'm encouraged that my husband has, um, he goes to, to counseling and he is doing the work, the hard work, so that he can uproot um, these issues because it's all stemming from somewhere. And so just encourage your husband or your spouse to keep going and to know that you are there in support of their journey.